I wasn't diagnosed with anxiety until college. Prior to that, I had experienced it at different times and for seemingly different reasons. Turns out I had generalized anxiety disorder. All sorts of things worried me. What people thought about me worried me. What my mom would say if she found out I smoked pot sometimes worried me. My general lack of direction worried me. And that worried me every single day for a long time. And I wouldn't address it from for, for really three years even after I was diagnosed initially. And I know a relatively short length, some would say. But at that time in our lives, you know, in my early 20s, things were moving very quickly. At least they were for me. I was avoiding the truth, uh, which I eventually figured out was that I needed to listen to what my heart was telling me just as much as what my mind was telling me. I needed the wise mind. So when I began addressing it, I went to therapy. I went a couple of times, though. I didn't really connect with that person at all, didn't understand my culture, my life, and he didn't really make an effort to try either. And I had medication, too. I was actually prescribed hydroxyzine by the person who evaluated me at the school clinic, but I rarely took it. It took tuning into my own station, clearing the static in the air to figure myself out. I went back to the text I was reading and, and something clicked. You see, I was taking psychology courses, so words like anxiety and depression were familiar to me, but they had very little meaning. Now, I had a feeling that matched one of the definitions in the book. That was huge for me. Anxiety stopped being a word and started being a feeling. I talked to my friends uh, at the time about it when I had the courage to. I did a lot of introspection. I learned how to meditate. I started being able to see that my anxiety from, was from within, not from some external force. I was giving that force power over me too often. I uncovered a lot about myself by interacting with other people. I, I never liked being around a lot of people, but I figured out my tolerances. And through those interactions, I discovered more about myself and about people in general. I realized that talking about myself was helpful, but hearing other people's stories was far more therapeutic to me. Once I started bridging the gaps in my life with tools that I'd later learn were essentially evidence-based practices, my world changed. I was still a bit of a recluse, by, but that was by choice. I, I didn't pass every test, of course. Anxiety is kind of a fickle bitch like that. But I know I let it into my life, and I definitely let it take too firm a grasp on me for a long time. In some cases, not all, anxiety is a preventable illness. It will push all the right buttons to charge up your worry, suspicion, your paranoia. But its arguments do not stand up to the test of logic, or in many cases, reality. Fighting back is the best way to defeat your anxiety, and that fight can take many forms. Part of it is mindfulness, certainly. There's a great power in the wise mind concept. Many anxiety-provoking emotions are easily challenged by observable behavior. If a feeling has no evidence to support it, imagine it's made of glass. Shatter it. Learning to tolerate the world, stressors, and even your triggers isn't about avoidance. It's more about convincing yourself who's in charge. And guess what? It's you. It has always been you. Because every night you go to bed, and dream your dreams. You wake up, and you're you. 
You go about your day and people recognize you because you're you. You are a unique individual and you run the body that contains your soul, essence, spirit, key, or whatever you want to call it. Show yourself you're in charge because if you're not, then who else would be? These things take practice, yes. Nothing of value is easily acquired, right? There aren't any shortcuts in mental health care either, I promise you. Maybe that sounds a little scary, and if it does, I apologize. My intention is not to increase your anxiety further. Use this moment, though, that feeling that I may have stirred within you just now, as an opportunity to practice your tolerance. Maybe that's an activity that you can do right now, something that will get your mind off things. Open up your phone and look at all those pictures you take and never look at, and remember the happy moments there. Call, text a friend that you haven't connected with in a while, grab an ice cube, no matter what you decide, do something, because you can be certain of just this. If you take no action, you can expect no change. And since you're in charge now, make your move. Do something and get something. It's like paying yourself now to feel good later. Before I go, I also want to say that it's okay to not feel good all the time. Bad days, bad people, bad situations can and will find the best of us and at our worst times. All we can do is be as prepared as we can. That means knowing yourself as well as you can, understanding your limits, and learning when it's best to stand your ground or push yourself ahead. If you're feeling anxious and struggling to cope with your anxiety or something else, consider getting into care. Therapy can and will change your world. It may be the best decision you've ever made. Thanks for listening today, everyone. Be well and stay lifted.